prepare for an artistic journey through time and creativity with the Black Women's Stitch 2024 Wall Calendar. More than a way to track dates, this calendar is a gallery on your wall celebrating Black women's contributions to sewing, activism, and culture. Every month brings new original Black art ready to inspire or become a future frame keepsake. And that's not all. Experience the joy of creativity with three fusible applique designs by the acclaimed illustrator Janine LaCour, creator of the brilliant Black Magic Leopard. The downloadable patterns include tips for fusible applique, which is one of my favorite techniques. Embodying the values of the Stitch Please podcast, this calendar is a year-long celebration of community creativity, expertise, and Black excellence. Order your Black Women's Stitch 2024 wall calendar today and get your stitch together with the year of artistic inspiration. Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth-generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Hey, friends. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Stitch Please Holiday Swatch. I am so excited to be here, and I am glad that you are here with us. The swatches are something that I really appreciate. As you know, if you want to get in on the swatch game, you should join the Black Women Stitch Patreon because there are downloadable swatch cards that come as a benefit for Patreon supporters. I like swatch cards because I'm a nerd, and I like keeping records of the fabrics that I buy and that I use. So when I look through my swatch cards, rings or my collection, not only can I tell exactly what I have and where it's located, I also get this wonderful, like warm, fuzzy memory of buying the fabric in the first place and all the plans that I had for it. And some of these plans have come into fruition and some of the plans have turned into other directions. But either way, it's still really cool to kind of go back and say, oh, look, this is what I have. And that's because a swatch is a representative of a whole. It is a way that we can test out our fabrics, the way that we can determine what threads you want to use. It really does make sewing easier, I believe. But for our purposes, the Stitch Please podcast holiday swatches are a way to hear from the beautiful community that comprises the Stitch Please podcast listenership. So without further ado, we are going to turn to those folks from our community who have generously agreed to share their stories with us, the stories of their rich holiday traditions. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Nisi Love Harmon, and I'm a sewist. I love to do that. Um, My social media handles are at What's She Creating? That's W-H-A-T-S-S-H-E, creating. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook. TikTok and all probably everything else, YouTube especially, yes. So thank you all for inviting me to this show. I want to um, talk about crafting during the holidays. So one of my favorite things to do during the holidays is actually to make 
gift items for all the family members or at least try to. In the past, I've created shirts where um, my family, my family name is Lovelace. And so I've made Lovelace clan shirts with a little Virginia um, craft little um, picture of the state and I gave them to a lot of family members one year. I don't know if everyone wore them though and but I know I wore mine and my son wore his and the, that's one of the examples of some of the gifting ideas. Now I've made bags for a lot of the ladies in my family. I've made other accessory items like little change purses and things. My favorite thing to do and the way that I give and the way that I, I guess, love on people is to give them things in which I've created. Um, now, like I say, I don't know if they really like it or if they wear it or, but sometimes I will see them pull out a random bag that I made. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's my bag. And then I take a picture and I'm like, do this for the socials. So um, that is something that I think is amazing. Um, just to be able to create something that you haven't seen in this earth before, and then you're able to give it to somebody. So if they like it, that's great. If they don't like it, you know, re-gift it or give it to somebody else. But don't tell me that you didn't like it. Um, some of the things I used to do as a child, my mother always bought me some type of craft kit when I was younger. So I always did some type of craft kits. And then she will always ensure that we created like gingerbread houses and different things. So we do that now with our children. All of the all of us get together and we buy gingerbread houses and let the kids kind of craft and eat candy and things like that. And you know, that's something that's really amazing. Sometimes when I get together with my family, um, we do other little art projects also. And this doesn't have to necessarily be during the holidays. I'll get some pillows and we'll paint pillows and we did that in the summertime and the people loved it. They were like, oh my gosh, when are we gonna do this again? And I thought that that was a great way for us to stay together, be together, have fun, listen to some great music and enjoy arts and crafts. So those are some of the things that I enjoy doing and some of the things that I do during the holidays that are amazing. Um, thank you so much for allowing me to come on and be a part of this podcast episode. Hi, my name is Veronica Cole, and you can find me on these internet streets at theneedleinthebell.com, Needle in the Bell on both TikTok as well as Instagram. You can also find me at Veronica B. Cole and Co. on YouTube, where you can catch me celebrating Vlogmas right now. So as far as holiday sewing traditions go for me, I feel like this year I'm actually creating a new tradition, which is um, doing costumes for the Nutcracker. I have dancing children, and um, one of the things as a mom that I love doing most is of course showing up for them in all ways that I possibly can. So that does include costumes this year, but our favorite thing to do is participate in the school's spirit weeks before the holiday season, which of course normally takes up um, wearing winter whites or doing the ugly sweater contest and things like that, which means that mommy is in overdrive making all of these, all of the, all of the school spirit weeks happen because listen, when you have kids, we don't keep winter white on hand. So we do have to make those fresh from scratch. 
But outside of that, we do have a holiday party, which I love to create for. We invite all of our friends and family to come and join in with us. It's an every holiday cliche party where I, of course, will handcraft different gifts to give away to people, as well as cookies and things like that. For me, holiday season is all about making magic, whether you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is. I just love to make magic with my hands, with my family, and with my loved ones. And I try to keep it as simple as possible as opposed to getting overwhelmed. Then my second favorite thing to do the holiday season is making the teacher's presents. Um, I know that some people don't love handmade gifts, but I have to say I make some of the best gifts and most functional gifts. Last year, our teachers got all really useful bags, and this year I'm cooking up something special for them. So I hope that they really enjoy it. Um, but that's about it. Now, we do do some holiday jammies, but I don't make all of those because there are five of us and that's a lot of pajamas. So I like to upcycle previous year's pajamas and turn them into something new uh, for us to bring in the holiday season with. And that is it for me, keeping it simple this holiday season. Hey everybody, my name is Chris, also known as On Social on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, YouTube, and on my own blog, onsocial.com. So I'm your average island girl, and I'm here to share my Christmas sewing traditions with you guys. So my Christmas sewing tradition is actually to make bags. Every year at Christmas time, I am somehow inspired to make handbags. So it started in 2020 in the midst of the uh, COVID lockdown. And I started with the Kylie and the Machine Ida Clutch in 2020. I made a couple of those. Then in 2021, I switched to a new pattern designer, um, her name is Kate Eva Designs on Instagram, and I went ahead and made the piece of bow bag in 2021. Then in 2022, I hopped onto Incomplete Stitches Apex Pouch Bag, and you guys, I was totally obsessed with that bag. I think I made at least a dozen of them in 2022. And then this year, I have gone back to Kylie and the Machine, and I have been making the Kylie and the Machine Arch Bag which funnily enough is the same bag as the Ida Clutch from 2020, but she has revamped it and it's now under a new name. So this year I've been working on the Kylie and the Machine Arch Bag. So along with making my own Christmas dress for myself and for my daughter, my Christmas tradition is just bags, bags, bags. I think they make the perfect accessory and hint, hint, they make the perfect gift you guys you can give somebody a bag you don't have to worry about size you don't have to worry about measurements you sew up wrap up and go so that's my sewing christmas tradition hey friends hey i wanted to pause briefly and take a moment to thank those who make the stitch please podcast possible to our patreon subscribers and act blue donors thank you your support keeps the lights on and your faith keeps me going. To Chris Rivera and the team at Congregate Charlottesville, thank you for your fiscal sponsorship and the lessons in financial stewardship. You are very much appreciated. To the guests we've had this year, thank you. Shout out to Bisa Butler for celebrating our 200th episode with us and special thanks to all the guests who have made every episode of the Stitch Please podcast a very special episode. And to the Stitch Please team. Sincere gratitude to content creator Janelle Velasco, project manager Christina Gifford, producers Crystal Hill and Mike Bryant, and live show producer Latrice Sampson-Richards. 
I couldn't do it without you. And last but not least, thank you. Yes, you. I am totally talking about you. Did you hear me say you? Uh Uh-huh. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. Thank you for following and reposting us on socials. Thank you for your warm, direct messages and comments. Thank you for being the best group of stitchers I could ever have hoped for. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Tanisha Robertson. I am the hands, face, and crafty inspirationalist behind Yes, I Made It, known as Yimmy Crafts in the social media street. You can find me on all of social media using that handle. A little story about my Christmas sewing tradition is actually that I don't sew at Christmas. I sew leading up to Christmas, but once Christmas hit, it's time for family. Unless my niece absolutely wants to sew with me. <laughs> then I'm I'm whipping out everything for any of my nieces and nephews. I will sew all day. Uh, but typically I sew from December 1st till about the 23rd of December. During that time, I make gifts. I make purses, bags, backpacks, wallets, Christmas stockings, <laughs> scarves, table runners. That's pretty much my Christmas tradition up to Christmas. But the week of Christmas, it's all hands on deck with family. One of the things I started last year was 12 days of Christmas. So beginning on December 13th, I start telling you different gifts that either the sewist in your life would love or something that as a sewist, you would want to purchase for yourself because we're allowed to give ourselves gifts in case you were not aware. Other than that, my Christmas tradition is I'm known as the cookie monster. I make cookie dough for my entire family and I freeze it and then deliver it in containers to all of my family who proceeds to go through it in two days and ask for more. (laughs) So usually beginning at Thanksgiving, ending at New Year's, I am making cookie dough. (laughs) Uh, But as for to keep it sewing related, I stopped December 23rd. But please follow me on social media so for this year's 12 Days of Christmas. Hello everyone and happy holidays. My name is Jasmine Howard. Uh, I'm coming to you from Maryland in the USA and uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Jasmine Howard. Uh, My name is spelled, you know, a little different, a little uniquely. It's J-A-S-Z-M-I-N-E-H-O-W-A-R-D and that's on all platforms. But you will find me on Instagram, mostly seeing my make, um, inspiration, and things like that. Uh, my holiday traditions uh, have changed a little bit over the past couple of years. But one thing that remains true throughout all of them is that there's a lot of planning in the traditions that I have. When I was thinking about what my holiday traditions are, things stem from me growing up as a military brat. And so I didn't get to have one central location where I always was. I was constantly moving, and so uh, because of that, a lot of things had to change constantly. And so my traditions are not necessarily traditional, I guess. You know, some people put the certain cookies on a certain plate. Sometimes they may not have had the plate because it got lost in the box or something somewhere. But one thing that I do, uh, that I find myself doing often in each year, um, that I really love and that I find to be, that feels like a tradition to me is the wrapping of the gift. And so for me, I like to find the finest 
wrapping paper. And by the finest, I mean, it's a TJ Maxx, but it's fine to me. It's the pretty one. It is the one that I want to wrap everyone's gifts with that year. You know, it has the funky textures on it, the ridges on it, on the paper, uh, because I think that the most fun of the holidays um, is unwrapping the gifts, no matter what you celebrate. And so uh, with that, for me, I'm starting a new tradition this year where along with the paper gifts and the paper, like the wrapping paper and traditional paper, I do want to make some fabric wrapped gifts. So you can make wrapping paper out of fabric essentially. And what I'd like to do is give that to the recipient and then that recipient can either use it as a bag for themselves, they can gift it to someone else if they want to, but I think it adds a nice personal touch to whatever gift I'm giving them because every year I say I'm going to make 82 people a gift and then I make eight people a gift and sometimes it's two people a gift or none and that's okay. One part that I find to be you know my little tradition I take a lot of pride in having the cute little box corners a little ribbon and things like that but I think adding this extra uh, fabric you know, this fabric style wrap would be fun. That way, you know, it's like it came from the person who makes things all the time. And so it's a handmade vibe that can be passed on forever, really, or until it disintegrates. Another holiday tradition that I that I take a lot of pride in is that I plan a ton. Thinking about them, like, do I actually make anything? And I'm like, I do make things. But, you know, some people might make their stocking each year. They add something to a stocking or they make a new stocking every year or they might make a new tree skirt for each new tree. And I was thinking, I was like, those would be really cool things to do, but I just don't actually do them yet. And so when I had this opportunity to come on, I was like, do I have any traditions? And I was like, actually, no, you do, but it's just not normal. So, with that, my actual tradition is to plan. Um, I will buy myself a planner for Christmas. Um, everybody likes to get their new year started right and everything like that. So for me, my planning is not just my personal planner where I take my time and figure out the details. And sometimes it's very, you know, specific. This past year, I had one that was completely customized and I love that. But one thing that I do like is I like to look around for sewing planners. Um, I like to uh, really think about what I've done over the past year in my sewing and to think about the skills I want to build on. Basically, I have a, a form that I created um, where I can like document a year's worth of, you know, sewing things I'd like to accomplish. And so it's skills based for me. I might want to improve on something or learn a new technique. And so I look at that sheet, I fill it out, and then I think about the project that I might want to do to you know, utilize those skills. And one thing that I think is also extra special is after I get done planning, I typically will allow myself to make myself a kit. So um, I'll pick a pattern that I like, you know, download it, make a booklet out of it. And then I'll also allow myself to buy the fabric, buy the notions, and it can be as luxurious or as basic as I'd like it to be. And then what I do is once I get that fabric, I wrap it all up, I have a great time, and because I am who I am, I always forget what I had anyway. And so by the time Christmas rolls around, I'm able to open it up and I'm like, oh my gosh, a whole kit for me to make this thing that I planned on making uh, a month ahead or a few weeks ahead. And so that's one thing that I would find to be my one thing that has remained a constant over the past 
I would say about three or four years. And I think it always just helps me keep that extra spark of joy. It makes me feel really good going into the new year of sewing and things like that. And me personally, I celebrate Christmas and recently I started celebrating Kwanzaa. And so for Kwanzaa, one thing, a lot of these are Christmas traditions that also lean into Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is where I'll typically buy my little gadgets and things like that for myself. But one of my main focuses when I am celebrating Kwanzaa at this time is also, you know, really supporting the Black businesses, finding Black, but it could be anything. It's really supporting uh, Black people as a whole. So maybe it's a new blogger, maybe it's a new vlogger, maybe it's a YouTuber, maybe it's joining a Patreon, maybe it's, you know, just finding people who do what I do or not do what I do um, that are, you know, that look like me, that have some similar experiences that I can support. So my first year of uh, doing Kwanzaa was a year ago. And uh, last year, I really was focused on finding Black-owned businesses that cater to my basics. You know, a lot of us, we love to support Black Bay, love it all day, every day. But I'm like, is there a Black, you know, are there a Black business owner that makes toothpaste? Is there a Black business that, you know, sells, you know, toilet tissues, that kind of thing. And so uh, this year for Kwanzaa, my focus, at least in the sewing space, is to find more fabric shops that are Black owned that might match more of my aesthetics, to find Black businesses and, and to support Black creatives in that way and to um, have that be my thing. So that is me and my holiday traditions. Thank you all for listening. Again, I'm Jasmine Howard. I hope you have a happy, happy holiday, a safe new year, and have a good day. Bye. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to be with us today. I cannot wait to see what you make this holiday season. Don't forget to tag us at Black Women's Stitch and use our hashtag Stitch Please Holiday Swatch and Stitch Please Swatch. You've been listening to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week for stories that center Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing. We invite you to join the Black Women's Stitch Patreon community with giving levels beginning at $5 a month. Your contributions help us bring the Stitch Please podcast to you every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together. Stitch Please.